Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are listening from. Welcome to the Dunamis Podcast, a place where we work together on the journey of greatness. This is another exciting and inspiring episode where God is going to talk to us as young people and as teenagers of what He expects of us. Listen and be blessed. God bless you. The Lord has laid in my heart to share to share on the power of vision. The power of vision. What can God cause to come out of you? What can God cause to come out of you? You know? So, first scripture we'll be reading will be Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 to 15. Genesis 13, verse 14. In that scripture, God was talking to a man by name Abraham. If anybody's there, let me know so that we can we can so that we can flow together. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14. And the Lord said, said unto Abraham, Abraham. After that Lord was separated from him, he said, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward, eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed forever. All the land which thou seest, God needs us to see. God needs us to see. Because without us seeing, our spirit will not be able to create anything. God needs us to see. God needs us to see. So, what is vision? Because we have vision, vision, vision. We have people seeing what vision. What, what really is vision? Have you ever thought about it? Actually, vision, by biblical definition and the context of which we use it, is known as. Is known as a spiritual projection and insight into the realm of the spirit that comes in form of pictures and visuals. So it is a spiritual projection and insight into the realm of the spirit that comes in forms of pictures and visuals. So you see things in vision. You see things. You see things. You see things. Praise the Lord. And visions are in two folds. So um, vision is not, there's not, there are two types of visions. The first one is revealed visions. The visions that God reveals to us. Visions that God shows us, maybe when we are praying, maybe in form of an open vision or a trance, you know, we close your eyes and then you see, you say, I see something. Um, quickly, let's go to Joel chapter 2, verse 28, where that kind of vision was, um, was, was, was stated. Joel 2, 28. <laughs> If you are talking about the Bible, you know what I speak to you. Job chapter 2. Job chapter 2. Okay, John. The Bible says, yes, yeah, it says in the last day. 12, 12, the book of 12. The book of 12. J-O-E-L. Chapter 2 and in verse 8. The Bible says, yes, yeah, it says in the last day. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your young men shall see visions. 
your young men shall see visions. The vision here is the one that God reveals. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall do things. So this vision is um, one of the manifestations of revelation. But not, that's not the vision that we will be dwelling on today. The one we'll be speaking of today are created visions. Visions that come into existence as a result of exercising our creative ability. So, visions are created by our human spirit. That's what the one we'll be focusing on, focusing on today. Visions that we create by and with our human spirit, with the help and assistance of our mind. Now, if you go to Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, we'll be reading quite a number of scriptures. We'll be reading quite a number of scriptures. And this is very important. 1, verse 11 to 12. Jeremiah 1, 11, 12. This is very important because anybody that does not project into 2023 is already at a loss. Anybody that does not project, because the year doesn't have anything to give to you. The year is empty. But people and things are already projecting into the year. The devil has his agenda for the year. Atheists have the agenda for the year. All organizations have the agenda for the year. So people or a child of God that does not project into the year will become what they call victim of circumstance. Because if you do not plan or if you do not project for the year, another thing plans and projects for you. And the moment that thing plans and projects for you, whatever you see, accept it. Because you don't have a plan for yourself. Now, nothing in this world just happens. Everything is engineered in the realm of the spirit. So nothing just happens. Somebody just slumped and died. No, there has already been confirmation from the spirit that this person is going to die or something is going to happen to this person. And there was no counter vision. There was no counter attack. There was no counter measure. So it is not God's fault. So 2023 is not bringing us anything. We are taking something into 2023. And this is why it's important. So um, you have to be prepared to receive the word of the year at the New Year's Eve service. So let's read what the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 to 12. Say to yourself, I'll never be a victim of circumstance. I will never be a victim of circumstance. Never. 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 And it's important. That's why we have to project. It says, then the Lord said, okay, let's read from verse 11. Let's read from verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what fearest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then the Lord said unto me, thou hast seen well, for I will hasten my word to perform it. He said, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what seest thou? What seest thou? God needs us to see for him to be able to walk. What seest thou? Ha, what seest thou? What do you see? Then, you know, when he saw something, the Lord told him I have, that you have seen well. Meaning that it's also possible for you not to see well. So we need to see well. And guess what? Immediately God says that. He said, I will hasten my word to perform it. The only way God can hasten his word to perform it in the life of a man is for that man to see well. It's for you to see well. In the place of prayer, you see. There's no limit to your creative ability. 
at all, at all, at all, at all. Your human spirit is so powerful that it can create and cause anything to come out. Because that is the nature of God gave to us. We are made in the image and likeness. Therefore, we have the ability to create anything we want for ourselves. It is possible. Say it is possible. It is possible. We can create. It is possible. It is possible. There is no limit. The only limit we place on ourselves is our mind. Ha. Well, 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 we hear that it is like, how is it impossible now? I, I, I mean, I'm just texting, no, I'm just posting. No, 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 don't do that, don't do that. No, 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 no. There is no limit. The Bible says that all things are possible to him that believeth. So you start from the place of believing, then you see, then you see, then you see. So the only limit is your mind. That's why we have to work on our mind. And faith is very important. Hebrews 11 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. The not seen, there is talking about not seen in the physical. But in the spiritual, you've seen it. So it becomes the substance, it becomes tangible in the realm of the spirit. You can hold it. So what does faith do? Faith brings it from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the physical. Praise the Lord. So faith is like the engine for, for, for the manifestation of visions. You first of all see visions by faith. By faith you see visions. And then by faith you establish those visions. Those visions manifest. Those visions manifest. Praise the Lord. So visions are very important. Very, very important. The first importance of vision I would like to list here is that it gives you a direction. It gives you a direction. Now, let's look at Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Habakkuk, the book of Habakkuk. Chapter 2, verse 2. Let's see what the Lord did there. Chapter 2, verse 2. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Habakkuk 2, verse 2. The Bible says, write the vision. Alright? The Bible says what? Write the vision. Make it plain. So that whoever may seek the Lord will run with it. God is telling Habakkuk, the prophet, write the vision. So write the vision. Make it plain. So that whoever will see it will do what? Will be able to run with it. Meaning that you cannot run when there's no vision. There has to be a vision. There has to be a projection. What will I achieve? By the end of the year 2023, where am I seeing myself? Where should I be? What should have been? What would have been my 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 my, my the the the, the, the feet I have crossed by the end of 2023? Have a projection and be specific. Be specific. When you write the vision, when you make it plain, angels will begin to walk haywire to ensure that that thing comes to pass. Angel begins to begin. They begin to walk haywire, and you will notice that. Notice something. See, without vision, eh, those of you that are football fans, it's like playing football without a goalpost. When you don't have vision for yourself, it's like playing football without a goalpost. Or it's like waking up, getting up from your house. Eh? You are you are going somewhere. They ask you where are you going, you say you don't know. You are just you are just walking, going somewhere. That's that's how terrible it is not to have a vision. It's like embarking on a journey without a direction. Without vision, you'll be shadow boxing. You won't even know what you desire for yourself. You find out that anything that comes, you accept. Both the one that's for you and the one that's not for you. 
you just accept everything. No, you have to know what you desire, what you need, and you see it. When you see it, it becomes a direction. Everything you do will be in that direction. I don't know if you've ever seen a dart before. So that dart, that vision is like the bull's eye. And you take the dart and you are aiming it at that bull's eye. And you keep trying, you keep trying, you keep trying until you hit the bull's eye. But with that vision, it's like throwing a dart where there's no bull's eye. And wherever the dart lands, you just go and mark the bull's eye. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So vision gives direction. Number two, vision gives clarity. There's clarity of purpose in vision. There's clarity. There's definition. There's specificity of purpose in vision. You are clear. You are not wavering. Not today I want to be a medical doctor. Tomorrow I want to be an engineer. Tomorrow I want to be a banker. Tomorrow I want to be a fashion model or anything. No. There's clarity. You are clear on what you want to do. You are clear on what you want to deliver. You are clear on what you want to become. Vision. In vision, there's what? There's clarity. And understanding comes into a place. Understanding comes into place when there's vision. You understand why you do what you do. The essence, the importance of why you have to do what you need to do. Of why you are here. There's a common phrase that goes that um, when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. And how can there be purpose without vision? Have you seen any church or any um, organization that doesn't have what they call a vision statement? No, I've not seen. If there's any, please tell me. There's always was a vision statement. Why do we exist? So that vision does what? Gives in life, give understanding to purpose. Praise the Lord. So the number three importance of vision is what? Vision gives what? Boldness and determination. When there's a vision in your heart, ha, you are convinced. You are convinced. You are convinced. You know and you know. You know and you know that this thing will accomplish it. There's boldness, there's determination, there's doggedness. You are determined. You are set on the course that you must follow. That's what Paul said. I am set on the course that I must follow because he had a vision. If he didn't have a vision of what he wanted to accomplish in ministry, he wouldn't have been able to say that. He could only say that because he had a vision. He had a vision. He had a vision. The reason you may be uncertain or shy or fearful because there's no vision. That's why we're having this meeting. So you see. We we'll take some time to see. We we'll take some time to see and project life. Project greatness. Project success into our 2023. Praise Lord. When there's vision in your heart, you are rooted. You are rooted. You are rooted. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can shake you. You are you are you are you are you are you are, you are strong. You are strong. You are strong like an oak tree that you start putting deeply driven into the ground. You are strong. You are strong because there's a vision. There's a vision. The power of vision. You must have a projection for 2023, my dear friends. You have. You must have. You must have. It's too important. If you haven't had, it's not too late to have. 
so that the word of the year does not just come like another word of the year but when it comes this time around it has no meaning to you it has no meaning to you it's meant to carry us throughout the year so have a projection where do you want to see yourself by the end of next year what do you want to accomplish what in your life do you want to change what do you want to change what do you want to change in your family in your health in your academics in your finances what do you want to change where do you need a change ha oh super kalia pastor what do you want to change you're not young to see big visions you're not young at all no you're not young you're not young david knew who he was and he was going to be at a young age and at that young age at the age of 17 he had already brought down goliath had a vision we are not too young praise the lord praise the lord you are not too young see i'm saying this i'm saying this the devil is already projecting into the year 2023 he's already doing so we have to counter attack counter project counter declare so we don't end up in this of circumstances like i explained earlier praise the lord Hallelujah. so that others don't project for you so that others don't plan for you now what does visions do we know the importance what does it do what does it do it gives potency to prayers it gives potency to our prayers when we pray it is important to create visions it is important to create a picture you have that picture you keep it in front of you maybe 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 you want maybe you want to change your grade you are tired of maybe c's or d's you put you put that picture in front of you you see you see your results he said is 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 straight is you see that picture what you do you begin to call it first as you speak in tongues as you speak in tongues as you speak in tongues you focus your mind and direct the power of god to that is that you are seeing what happens it is drawn out of the realm of the spirit into the realm of the physical and what what happens next when you really understand and those is manifest in your results so you have to you have to be a tongue person there's anyone like that speaking tongues speaking tongues that every time you close your eyes you speak in tongues when you speak in tongues visions need to come your mind is directed to the spirit of god and the lord helps you to create visions and then you see and then you keep speaking in tongues you bring them out you bring them out this is why speaking in tongues is very important some people complain um you guys speak in tongues too much <laughs> no we don't speak in tongues too much. We know why we speak in tongues because we know what we want. We know what we want. So when we speak in tongues, we activate the power of vision. We activate the power of vision, and they come to be. Two chapter one verse two says what? Beloved, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So the way to build up your faith is by praying in the Holy Ghost. Faith comes into your spirit by hearing the word of God. Alright, we have the faith comes by hearing, by um, hearing by the word. How does faith grow? How do we activate our most holy faith? By speaking in tongues. The faith can be dormant, it can be growing and dormant. If you are hearing the word of God, it will be growing, but it will be dormant unless you activate it by speaking, by speaking in tongues. So you've got to speak in tongues. You've got to speak in tongues. 
you've got to speak in tongues. Because Bible says what? He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, what? Speaketh mysteries unto God. And a man that speaks mysteries from time to time, a young person, a teenager that speaks mysteries from time to time, what happens to him? His life becomes mysterious. So a mysterious person is a person that speaks mysteries. Your life is a mystery. People can understand why your own case is different. Because you speak in tongues. I love to speak in tongues. Ha! Never pray without pictures. Never pray without visions. Never pray without visions. When we pray in the Spirit, oftentimes, the Spirit of God comes and dwells in our visions. When we pray in the Spirit, the Spirit of God comes us and dwells in our vision. The Holy Spirit comes and sits in that vision and rules with us. And then we can even see, we can begin to see greater things, greater things, greater things. The Lord will begin to expand the vision. He said, no, there's more. You begin to expand. He said, no, there's more. You begin to expand, there's more. Remember when God took Ezekiel and he said, where do you see the water? He said, the ankle level. He continued, keep seeing, keep seeing. The water got to where? The knee level. Keep seeing, keep seeing, keep seeing. Where the water get to? The waist. Keep seeing. Before you know what happened, the water had was, had overflowed him. The water had overshadowed him. Overflowing rivers. Keep seeing, keep seeing, there's more. Keep seeing, there's more. Ha. Keep seeing, there's more. The next point, invite God into your vision. On that last point, all right, I would like us to read Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35. That last point that we just read. Vision gives potency, potency to your prayers. Let's read Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. It says what? A good man. These are the very words of Jesus. A good man. Sorry, 35. I said 35. Either make the tree good. He said, A good man out of the good treasures of the heart does what? Bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth what? Evil things. What is the heart here? The heart is the spirit. Praise the Lord. When you hear the heart is the scripture, it's talking about not the one that is beating. It's talking about your spirit. He said, out of the good treasures of the heart, of your heart, you bring it from good things. So from your spirit, you see and bring from good things. The next one is invite God to your vision. God won't come into a vision that's too small. No, he won't. He won't. He won't. He won't. You know, you know what we do? Sometimes we underestimate the power of God. We underestimate the power of God. <laughs> we underestimate the power of God too much. We believe that uh, God is limited. Because it is shown in the way we talk. Because the Bible says out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaketh. So when you speak, it is telling you what you really think in your heart. Don't underestimate God. God can make anything come to pass in your life. So for him to be part of that vision, the vision has to be big. We have to see big. We have to talk big. Praise Lord. Instead of seeing your state, see the whole country. From the whole country, you see the whole nation. Establishing your business empire in the nations of the world. That's seem big. That's seem big. 
taxi big. The smartest in the country. Taxi big. The best in the continent. Taxi big. Not the best in your class. That's, that's just the beginning stage. See big things. See big things. Remember Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 that said, You have seen well. So God literally commended what this man saw. He said, You have seen well. You have seen well. So we must begin to see well. Praise the Lord. We must begin to see well. The next point is making war with your visions. Making war with your visions. When we have visions, we wake war in prayer. Because there are forces that are what? They are also interested in that vision. They want to make sure that that vision does not exist, does not manifest. So we make war. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against future wickedness in high places. Four categories of devils that are, ex- that are, that are existing in the world. These are whom we are wrestling against. So we make war. We have seen the vision. We begin to speak in tongues. We begin to engage in warfare. Bringing it to pain. Any successful man you see in the world today bows to an altar. That is how success can be retained. That's how the success can be maintained. So if you are not bowing to an altar, you'll be flushed out. That's why there are companies that are top of the market. They are dominating the market. Yes. They bow to an altar. Spirituality has to be involved. You can't do it ordinarily, not you'll be flushed out. So you have to rescue. You have to make war. With words of prophecy. With the visions you see, you make quite yourself. This thing is coming to be. The Bible says Elijah being the mind of life passion. Pray. He prayed until he saw a sign. He prayed until he saw a sign. The sign he saw said was, was, was like the hand of a man in the cloud. He kept on praying. He had seen something. We say push. Pray until something happens. We pray. We pray. The next point is we talk and confess the vision. This is where your vision was important. We speak. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, if you remember why God was creating the earth, He said the earth was without form and void. And then what happened? And God said, and God said, all the time God didn't say anything, nothing happened, nothing happened. He was there, He's all powerful, but nothing happened. For something to happen, God had to speak. He said, and God spoke, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. So you have to speak the vision, you have to speak. Sometimes when you say it in front of people, they may laugh at you. No, no, no. Keep talking. Keep talking. That's how they laughed at Elisha. When, 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 he, when he, he said he was going to get the double portion of his master's anointing. The sons of the prophet. I mean, these guys are supposed to be the next prophet. But Elisha was just a servant. But he knew what he wanted. He was unwavering in his spirit. There was direction. You see, mission brought direction. There was purpose. And when they were laughing at him, he said, yes, keep laughing. I will follow. I will follow. I will follow. And what happened? He gained double portion of his master's anointing. Talk the vision. Talk. Write it everywhere in your room. Paste it everywhere. But you wake up in one you see. You tell yourself, I'm a great man. I'm a great woman. I'm a great boy. I'm a great girl. I am advancing. I am making progress. 
I am rich. I am powerful. I am influential. My affluence is, 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 is big. Say things to yourself. Say things to yourself. As you are saying it, your spirit is absorbing it and it's producing it for you. It's producing it for you. Have positive confessions. Have positive confessions. That, that grade already exists in the That business, as long as you've seen it, it already exists in the realm of the spirit. What you have to do is what? To pull it forth from the realm of the spirit. You bring it out. You bring it out. You bring it out from the realm of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Are we still here? Yeah. Are we still here? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So in certain visions, there are things that may what? That may hinder or may may affect our vision creating process. One of such things is fear. So remove fear. Delete it from your life and go to the recycle bin and delete it again. No place for fear. No place for fear. Jesus said, fear not, for I am with thee. In that vision that you have seen, fear not. Against hope, believe in hope. Believe. Fear not. Don't fear. Don't fear. He's the one that helped you create that vision. So he can help you accomplish it. Don't fear. Don't fear because of what anybody said. Praise Lord. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Be unshakable. Praise the Lord. The next thing to avoid or to do, to do, is to renew your mind. Let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. I want us to read that scripture. Romans. Romans chapter 12 and in verse number 2. The Bible says, I'm not conformed. Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the only way you can be able to prove the will of God is to be renewed in your mind, not to be conformed to the world. The world says you have to be fought before you are successful. You renew your mind by the word of God. It says, as long as I am a child of God, whosoever, the Bible says, whosoever believes, not which, 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 which adults or any adults, it says, whosoever, 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 whosoever believes, whosoever. So you renew your mind. You renew your mind. Renew your mind. I can be great. Renew your mind beyond the limits that the nation has already said. Renew your mind by the word of God. Renewing the mind comes by the word and the word alone. Next is what? Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. One of the ways the devil tries to um, affect our creative power is by bringing negative things. It's our mind, it's our heart, it's our spirit. If you can get you to see the wrong thing, if you can get the wrong thing to your spirit, you are destroyed of the creative process. That's why you have to mind the things you watch. Mind the music you listen to. Because these things are actually to your mind and they will affect what comes out of you. It will affect your vision. So God, you have to let you walk from that sorry, Proverbs 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 
Glory to God. Glory to God. I trust you've been blessed by this inspiring episode. I really trust you've been blessed. So keep following us for more content on what the Word of God says about you, who the Word of God says you are, and what the Word of God says you can do. Praise the Lord. And if peradventure you are listening to this podcast and you haven't been born again, you won't really be able to assess these beautiful things that we talk about. You know, you can't make it real to you. That's why I'm inviting you into Christianity, a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not a religion as many people have mistaken it to be, but it is a relationship. So say this prayer after me to come into this relationship. Oh Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe He died for me and God raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. From this day, I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Glory to God. You're born again. Glory to God. So you can send me a direct message on Instagram via my Instagram handle at jddephenom24. jddephenom24. So we can talk about your new life in Christ and how to grow as a child of God. Glory to God. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dunamis Podcast. God bless you. Keep listening because Dunamis Podcast is the place where we work together in delivering you to that life of excellence. God bless you. Have a wonderful